Hello, and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Dive. Dive. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. Captain, we've gone too far. Welcome to yet another uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. Uh, this week, I'm your captain, and I am Kyle Luck. And, and I'm Harlan Spinks. And, and I'm, I'm John. And they're not the captain. Let's, no, we're not no. the captain. I want that are to you, be Are clear. you a robot captain? You sound kind of like a robot captain in that intro. I, I don't know why I froze up on that. I was like, <laughs> I'm the, I'm doing it. I'm the captain. We're ne- I think John... I'm, I'm the captain now. John is the only <laughs> one that's going to get a clean intro. <laughs> yeah. John just fucking glides in like, guys, come on. It's really fucking Smooth easy. as butter, dude. Just say... Not difficult. Just say what it is you're doing and just fucking flow through it. Um... So this week, we're going to take a look at uh, the work of this one community online. They're piecing together some big stuff. Um, oh, the, the work, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a big topic. Um, we're going to touch on a few things, but here we go. So uh, this week, we're looking at a belief in a recurring catastrophic event and its orbiting topics. Uh, a general oh, synopsis... Geez. Yeah. A general synopsis of this theory is that within the last 100 to 1,000 years, yet uh, most people seem to agree on 200 years ago, civilization was reset and humanity lost much of its knowledge and many advanced technologies. Uh, This reset was caused by a mud flood that covered the land in many feet's worth of sediment and mud. There is so much to unpack on what you just said. I have more to say. Just give me me a second. I hope so. I hope there's a fucking explanation in there somewhere. So if people are theorizing correctly, it's going to happen again. So within this line of thought, there are some other ideas that are tied into this mud flood. So, um, you know, those those things include that theorists, uh, they believe that church steeples uh, were once used to radiate electricity through the air, that an entire global civilization that predates us is buried and hidden by this mud flood, and that giants used to walk the earth. All right, let's dive in. <laughs> oh, boy. So... I want to start with this quote that I uh, I grabbed. It was from a video. I just like kind of loosely, uh, you know, typed it down as I was listening to it. Uh, but this is from, uh, a, 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 I guess, a podcast technically uh, called The Mystery Files. Um, Ooh. What if, what is, if these is old... That, sorry, sorry is, that, is that like a mix of The X-Files and uh, Scooby-Doo? Sure. I the like mystery that. files. The t- those two boys don't look like any. They wouldn't be characters on Scooby Doo. I don't think they look like they look like pretty regular dudes. I don't think they're getting into any mischief or anything. right unmasking of Scully. <laughs> <laughs> what if these old stories of destruction aren't just stories? Noah's Ark, Atlantis, etc. What if humans follow this cyclical pattern of technological advancement, which is shortly followed by destruction? All right, so okay. this is really yeah. weird. This is going to be like something that only Kyle and I 
sort of understand or anybody who's read this book but we just started reading a book together called the book of the new sun (laughs) and i'm getting some real like vibes similar vibes from that where it's sort of a post-apocalyptic thing a lot of the past is hidden in mystery so shout out to any fans who've read that (laughs) yeah dude uh so like okay so we're talking about basically this old world that used to exist that was wiped out by mud essentially yeah okay so wait okay but hang on is the mud like an actual real physical mud like yeah. okay not like some sort of existential mud <laughs> i've never heard no. of existential mud you know like like a whole con like a, a collective consciousness like wiping but like physical landslide mud yeah physical like, okay landslide i just want to make mud. sure that i'm i'm imagining what, what they're talking about correctly so let's talk about where the idea that the mud flood like happened at all, like where it came from, like where this idea came from. I mean, I know where my mud flood comes from. A baby. It's every uh, morning. The first, the first coffee of the day. That's, yeah. what, the, that's what it's called. <laughs> Here comes the mud flood. <laughs> that's what I always I think say. That's a, that could be a great coffee brand. Fuck. Or like a, a coffee <laughs> dessert. Oh, mm. can I, uh, waiter, yes, please. Can I have the mud flood? Yeah, hi. Um, do you have the chocolate mud flood today? <laughs> Sounds enticing. I think dark I know cho- too it's much. It's dark, cho- dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the proof of this flood comes from, I mean, many examples of buildings that have seemingly been buried either fully or partially under the ground. Uh, there are pictures um, circling this investigative community surrounding this topic. Um it shows uh, commonly that shows Russia's Winter Palace, the U.S. Capitol building, uh, the St. Mary Magdalene Church, all having been dug out to reveal lower levels than previously known. Uh, and here's some just some visuals so you can understand what I'm. Yeah, I was about, about to jump on Google and look some of these up, but nah, you've got good. examples. Just take take these take take that. Um, that looked like the White House. Yeah, it's the it, Capitol building. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So interesting. In these, in these pictures, you can kind of see it almost looks like full on other buildings completely underneath, right? N- yeah. Now, I will say the photo that you have sent is of such low quality. I cannot tell <laughs> if any of it is photoshopped. Uh, just to just to preface the visual we're looking sure. at here. Uh, actually, you know, it, it was odd, Harwin. Uh, as I was going through this and um, finding more and more photos i couldn't help but notice how low quality a lot of them were huh uh, but Seems but pr- kind of difficult to photoshop some of these but like also you can kind of uh i mean underground sewer systems are not uncommon by any means and like no these doors could be you know well specifically the white house one like i don't know how much i believe this is real you know what sure. i mean so Think about it this way too. Have you even in San Francisco you can see this? Have you ever seen a yeah. building where you're walking and all of a sudden there's just half windows on the ground that go into the ground? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. A lot of a lot of buildings in San Francisco I know used to be like boxing clubs and like anytime you'll see on like uh the sidewalk the glass uh grates kind of mm-hmm. you know when you walk mm-hmm. over that part and it's like what the fuck is that that is what that is is to let light into what used to be like boxing clubs i think i used to work at a building that that's what the basement used to be well it's also just a basement 
like sure a lot yeah, of those yeah. places are just like storage facilities and things like that like restaurants will have below those will be elevators yeah like, yeah receive deliveries and things like that it's like very common in new york there yeah, there is absolutely. also a place i remember when i would visit my dad he lives in washington state and there's a town where this happened where they built the town but then they had to elevate the entire town because it would flood or something uh, this and sounds there, like seattle uh i was a smaller town part of the three sisters i think near there but the originally they had to lift the whole street up and then there were walkways like lowered in the ground and over time they just shut those down so like you know an entire story of the buildings that used to occupy that space were now hidden right seattle has uh, a similar history where there's like literally a, a whole section of the city that is not in use anymore and underground yeah you it's wild tours. you can go underneath the sidewalks and like go and check it out and do like tours and stuff but that's sort of that's sort of the vibe that's sort of the same like idea we're talking about here where you've got like oh fuck like this whole tidal wave of mud just came and do we dig it out or we just build on top right right <laughs> which also like, how many I mean, of us right, survived <laughs> yeah right right there i feel like is kind of the biggest plot hole in this like you just fucking can't willy-nilly build on mud <laughs> like well, you also would, can't like it would solidify over time it wouldn't be like but it's still fresh let's put down some foundations well right. technically you can i think the whole entire island of manhattan was a swamp and we figured it out somehow there that's right. true that's See, true with that with sf i mean it's an entire half of the city is a fucking liquefaction zone yeah and we just went fuck it <laughs> who cares so, we'll put a big tower over there call it so, the millennium tower yeah it, it won't sink it won't it's, sink at all it's it's sinking yeah it's definitely sinking uh saint petersburg russia modern day moscow um ancient greece rome italy the great pyramids of egypt and more are all said to have been rediscovered and physically unearthed by the people of the times immediately after the positive mud flood event more than likely 200 years ago uh these survivors it is theorized um to determine were determined to take advantage of and indeed take credit for the remaining structures infrastructure and riches left behind by what is presumed to have been this older global civilization that was wiped out either by the mud flood or the the events that followed it uh which is still unknown to us of course well and uh, this is supposed to have happened how many hundreds of years ago 200 huh that's, that's not a long time well that's that's the thing this is a, this is actually what it comes down to this is a story of historical suppression and mm. and a rewriting of history in order to cover this whole thing up but we'll talk more about that like i said we always say that <laughs> we'll talk more about that we'll get um, there yeah we'll get we'll get there we'll get there um the, yeah so the question is you know were they killed was this civilization killed by the mud flood did they leave earth or perhaps the surface of oh earth? boy okay now we're really getting out there huh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep um yes okay so i've already kind of touched on this but the idea is that humans either survived the mud flood um or came generations later and dug the buildings out of the ground to be used again or just straight up built on top of the old buildings so there's a universal thing that we see where there's similar architectural styles from different what as as our current history says different eras right or like you know maybe the architect was inspired by so-and-so and we've built these buildings across the 
the globe that all have a similar architecture. The idea here is that they were all built by the same people at the same time, and now history has been rewritten to tell a different story. Sure. I I mean, there's so many logistical factors that make that so hard to believe. Yes. Especially if, like, it's just, like, this repeats itself every 200 or something years, if I'm understanding well, correctly. It, it's, it's it, no, yeah, so it doesn't necessarily, I mean, that's the thing, we don't know, but. Uh, <laughs> sure, well, fuck, cool, we can hide a lot of it in the fog of yeah. time. More than well, likely. we don't really know what the story is. <laughs> more than likely, though, it's a little bit longer than every 200 years, because we. I don't think we've reached peak technological advancement. I see. That's just the last time that they found out about this happening. Right. And I'll I'll talk about some of the technological advancements that were going on that would be red flags to us when we see those. We should know that another mud flood's coming. Okay. Okay. God, look out for the mud flood. First thing in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Mud Flood. It's Mud (laughs) Flood in in your your cup. cup. Yeah! Oh, Mud boy. Flood. Pick it up at a grocery store near you. <laughs> Certainly to get the day going. Can you input a, a nice little zap splat jingle <laughs> right mm. there? Sure. Yeah, put some fucking... I'll find what key that was in and drop something in there. Behind cool, there. great, awesome. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Mud Flood. The best part of waking up is mud flood in your cup? Yeah! Mud flood. Pick it up at a grocery store near you. Certainly to get the day going. So, where would this damn mud come from? Is, the t- is literally what. Sure, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the next really important question, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's like the next. That's literally what I wrote out here. Where would this damn mud come from? Well, <laughs> so I'm also starting to get some Waterworld vibes, you know, from this whole thing. Like, but like Mud World. But Mud World. Yeah, exactly. Where did it come from? Is there a giant sea creature in the ocean, maybe a kraken of some kind, pushing all this mud up from, you know, the North Pole? So the funny thing Who about is that this? little girl? Why is Kevin Costner <laughs> hanging out with her? <laughs> this is weird, Hollywood. It's a decent tattoo. There's no way that they would have the tools to do it that well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who can spend that much time in that world learning that learning that trade? Yeah, exactly. Um, and who would let you do that? Uh, so <laughs> the the thing with this thing is uh, this whole mud flood thing <laughs> is that when you're reading through these things, they just a lot of this is assumed to be understood. Like right. So people will gloss over like, well, yeah, when the mud comes and I'm like, well, okay, I'm okay. <laughs> here trying to do the research. I'm trying to fucking get to the bottom of this. I need to know where the fucking mud comes from. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's not about when it's about where, where does it come from? If we can mm-hmm. get to the source of the mud, maybe we can stop it like a Pacific Rim situation. Right. You know what Go I mean? Go out and meet it. Exactly. I tried, to, yeah. I tried to watch that movie like five times and I could not fucking do it. Really? That movie <laughs> yeah. is so good. The second uh, one, not so good, but the first one. Harwin, isn't Battleship one of your favorite movies? Ah, uh, fuck. Okay, we're going to bring that up. Yep, yeah, that. I'm just, just wondering. Your credibility has been completely <laughs> shot. That right is here. true. I've done it myself. I've done it to myself. Well, here, let's ask Kyle. How, what do you think about Pacific Rim? I think it was sick as fuck. There. So, two on one. It was sick as fuck. Pacific... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. That's a shitty pun. Okay. So... Where's the mud come from? So, here's the thing. I couldn't get 
really to the root of this. So here's some things we can talk about. <laughs> Even with like rising oceans, which is like something to think about, like with global warming and everything, um, climate change and whatnot, with like ice caps melting, you still wouldn't like get that like that mud factor. That'd be like <laughs> <laughs> right that'd right. be like, like oceans coming up and factor. taking out you know you want to run to colorado you want to go to the high ground mm-hmm. but that's just water you know and i think that would feel like water i don't think it'd be mud unless it like no you need like at- a <laughs> like a sand plant you know and then it turned yeah. into mud it was well, a mud factory explosion <laughs> yeah, yeah. A great mud factory explosion you need some agitation to create <clears throat> mud i feel like and it's a slow process the water the icebergs melting mm-hmm. you know they don't there's no agitation you really gotta shake the globe to get the mud for this to happen right which is why the next theory is that a meteor a super hot meteor could right? hit the okay. earth that's what i was thinking and too cause like you know like a liquidation of rock but but when that happens wouldn't the meteor be so hot that it just vaporizes all the water and then you're just left with dirt and lava well it could have been right? who knows who knows how long it was before the the temperature of the globe reset before mm, okay yeah hi excuse me waiter could i get the uh, dirt and lava cake as well um <laughs> can you <laughs> do you do you carry mud flood here mud flood brand coffee can, can, <laughs> mud blood mud flood <laughs> mud <laughs> mud flood uh, so uh uh yeah can you imagine the you're say it's us say it's us we're living all of a sudden we get word that a meteor is coming to earth hits the earth causes this crazy tidal surge of or uh, tidal waves-esque feeling of mud mm. everywhere um it raises the temperature of the planet we live in this weird dark age we have generations of humans living in this terrible terrible existence of an uninhabitable planet until finally our carbon emissions are down enough that the earth stabilizes and we're able mm-hmm. to start building again and then we rewrite history to erase those thousands of years that those dark ages and act like nothing happened but it's a it's a lot of work for everybody to do together and but like, that's the core of this that's, that's what we're talking about but as insane we've, as we've seen clearly in the last six months Society cannot be trusted to do any one thing together ever. Sure, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, that kind of that's a big hole in this whole uh, uh, theory here. People being kind and good to each other for the and, sake of advancement is not a thing. <laughs> and you're talking about just the United States right yeah. now. This is a global effort yeah. to mobilize people to be like, no, we're just not going to talk about that giant meteor. <laughs> we are going to talk about the fact that this does affect what was considered to be a global civilization too. Mm. Right. Uh, the other thing is, there's a quick one of like a extreme volcanic activity, but that's boring to talk about. What about, <laughs> what about the notion of Noah's flood and with this being actually biblical or something? I, I mean, do you want us to, to, posit our theories because uh, that's all hyperbole it's good storytelling right there sure but that's all it's just if we're if we see these things happening and there's stories about it written is could could it not just be hyperbole of something real but that that goes under the assumption that all stories came from a real thing and you've Mm -hmm. got fucking fantasy that's like not even remote i mean you've got movies like battleship you know what I mean? That that I mean, never I, happened. I do believe that there was probably a flood at some point. I mean, the polarized there's floods all the time. Like <laughs> something that like I've I, you know the lost city of Atlantis is a thing. 
And I feel very strongly that that I'm sure existed at one point. I think like with uh, like pyramids and mummies and all those things being buried amongst sandstorms and all of that shit, like that is very possible. That is all like there's literally pools, pools of mercury underneath pyramids. Just yeah. underground yeah. pools of mercury. Well, and those are uh, traps, right? They set those as traps. No, it's in a, a way, symbol of, right? If if you were wealthy, you 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 were in possession of mercury. Oh, okay. So right, it was right. like this motherfucker's got hella mercury, sure, li- liquid gold or whatever the fuck, quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. Quicksilver. I, I mean, thank you, John. I mean, the idea though that like all stories are based off some truth is no, true. Sub- objective right like we have movies like star wars where like the there might be some truth to like someone being like that that would be cool and maybe the technology will exist for lightsabers or whatever but it's just a weird way to justify you know what i mean you know what here's two things i'll say one art definitely imitates life two uh star wars is a great example harland <laughs> because oh. that takes place in a galaxy far far away like sure. a long long time ago time so ago. the idea is that we keep hitting this like oh it's like a feedback loop like, like a constant peak. yeah sure okay okay and then undo everything and then everything dies and then right. we have to start over. But well, like, yeah, on, on a long noticed? enough timeline, it, that that I can see that justification, right? If if a if a civilization lasts long enough, there will be something that brings it to its knees, whether it's sure. a meteor or a giant mud flood or whatever. But it's yeah. just a weird justification to be like, no, so that's fact. <laughs> You know right. what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, I mean that's that. When I'm reading this stuff, like I said, people are just you know stating things as if fact. Uh, for for example, this this one actually this wasn't listed as a fact. This was like a something I thought was interesting. This kind of ups the ante a little bit about what's at stake to kind of keep things under wraps. This will be the first example of um, a reason for a cover up. Mm. Um, a rationalization yeah so if this happened 200 years ago it would have been at the height of the supposed illuminati's uh, influence and power right all the freemasons you've got benny washington and george <laughs> whoever the other one no george washington benny, benny franklin washington. yes benny but franklin these, that's what i meant these people would have been the height like the the peak of civilization as right. far as you know the one percent the basically. puppet masters yes so maybe they have something to gain by covering this up um like maybe they're trying to keep people in check intentionally or you know what we've we've gone we've come too far as a as a race we better let's knock it down before we get unseated I mean, they couldn't even keep their fucking teeth in their heads, let alone people in check. So <laughs> let's talk about this ancient civilization that I keep referencing that um, is supposedly covered in mud now. Yeah. Are we going to have a guest spot from the ancient aliens guy come in with the crazy hair? Because, God, that'd be great. I, I wish. <laughs> we I don't have the budget. Hit you with the, yeah. I, we, we couldn't get him. Damn. We could have get him for this one. <laughs> Next time. Reach so. Next time we're talking about possible uh, past civilizations. 
So the mud flood theory also posits that the former civilization that existed on Earth enjoyed a very modern lifestyle with electricity of the free Tesla tower kind, which we'll talk about that in a little bit, flying machines and other seemingly high tech conveniences in their life. Um, these are hinted at in art and literature of the period. Much of what is attributed to fancy and fantasy or early attempts at science fiction may, in fact, hint at the lost greatness of our former selves that lived before the most recent mud flood. Okay. Okay. So, so I okay. assume you have examples of this technology that we've discovered then, yes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like an earlier iPhone? Yeah. Yeah, like, like the Nokia like phone the Nokia I talked phone. about last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have any have you either either of you guys heard of uh, the Grand Tartary or Tartaria or the Tartars or anything like that? No, no, I'm a big fan of their sauces though. Very nice, John. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, a nice tartar uh, or tartar sauce. Steak tartar is uh, like basically raw meat, and then tartar sauce is for fish. Yes, fish. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> On old maps, this this is actually something you can look at. You can fucking see this right fucking now. This is a thing. On old maps, I'm going to drop a map in here for you guys oh, so you cool. guys can look at what I'm talking about here. Basically, uh, people noticed that up until the 18th or 19th century, maps included a region called Tartary or the Grand Tartary in the east of Russia, Central Asia, and Siberia. Hmm. This caused people to look deeper into this, which led to the question of who were the Tartars um and why is there nothing written in the history books about this civilization is this a massive global cover-up well wait i've heard the term tartar before like as referring to a a people okay in yeah. what, what, what regard um well it was in a book a, f a fiction book so i don't know if that holds any water so no no it does because this this also is rooted in truth where um it, it could like mongolia is included in this i believe uh so like you know uh mongolians would have just been referred to as gen like generalized as tartarians oh mm. i see like oh, yeah. everyone who lived in that region that we kind of know nothing about uh, it was kind of like a catch-all yeah, I mean, as couldn't it just be chalked up to, like, you know, civilization progressing and, like, uh, states essentially being established and uh, further countries and borderlines and things like that? Right. Well, it's like the when we were in high school or middle school when uh, Herzegovania was still a thing and now it's just, like, Croatia. You know, like, land masses change and the the people who live within those borders, the names of which you assign them change. Yeah. You like know what I mean? Czechoslovakia like, and Czechoslovakia. Czech Republic. Yeah. Like all that stuff just changes over time anyway. Mm. Right. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, that's, that's, that can all be posited and backed up for sure. I, I mean, mean now Florida is just called, uh, <laughs> the U S is asshole, <laughs> <laughs> you know, evolving terms, evolving terms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So old drawings and paintings picturing how technology would be in the future were like, you know, like Jules Verne style, like 80 sure. days around the world or 20,000 leagues under the sea. days around the world. That, that kind of, that kind of vibe is what we're working with here for like the height of the Tartarian empire, like right. weird flying suits, like weird steampunk helicopters oh uh, with like the all... big bubble helmets and the portholes yeah that's, mm. a, that's what that's, i'm imagining that's the that's like the technology of the of the tartarian Every, everything is iron and weighs so much yeah <laughs> um 
so it, it, this all implies that like through this art and everything we see that the the empire held this advanced technology and it was simply hidden destroyed or modified sorry modified by european conquerors hmm. um yeah um this this all kind of points to the whole why would someone want to keep this down like why would if we had this why would we mm-hmm. why would right. we get rid of this world domination duh so the funny thing about researching tartaria is there's also a fuckload of different theories about a the way they lived b where they lived and c how they died or where they went um so okay. i'm just going to hit you guys with some with some facts <laughs> That, uh, that I yeah. have that I have yeah. written in. Uh, Can you put some quotations? big air quotes? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna so need that. Here's some here's some facts. Um, the vast empire of Tar- Tartary or Grand Tartary. Uh, it's a country that appears in ancient maps. It has, as you've seen in the photo I sent you, and anyone can look it up. Uh, it has a worldwide influence and once covered North South North and South America, Australia, New Zealand, most of Russia, China, Europe, Japan, India, and Korea. Like they had bastions or at least um, uh, cities in each of these regions. Mm. Uh, for the most part, the citizens. I love this one because this one has no fucking legs, and I thought it'd be funny to just to <laughs> like. How could you fucking possibly know this if we don't know everything about this? Check this out. For the most part, the citizens of this of this nation were led by their own guidance of natural law, honoring truth and integrity. <laughs> yeah, fucking right. <laughs> they enjoyed a high standard of living and dwelt in harmony with nature. They lived in luxurious villas. Were they druids? <laughs> They the sound druid, like, like kind of druids like of Tartary. Right. Druid. Dude, that's kind of sick. Like the druids of Tartary. There was a whole bit about druids uh, in this too that oh, I actually really? I didn't I I couldn't include it. There was it was just too much. Okay, got it. it was I won't ask too much. any more questions. Druids are absolutely associated with this uh, this whole theory. So. They, they built amazing edifices all around the world. The wondrous cathedrals of Europe, uh, the enormous aqueducts in Southern Europe and in Mexico, you know, universal architecture. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand, really, really just globetrotting. Too. Yeah, they're everywhere. Grand Canal in China. Bringing and, everybody water. <laughs> yeah, and the Erie Canal in America. The fabulous outside arena uh, around the Mediterranean Sea, the Colosseum in Rome, and the magnificent temples in St. Petersburg, Russia, as mentioned before. Um, Does it yeah, say anything idea, about the Easter Island heads or Stonehenge? Nothing about that. Oh, but hmm. I have my well. own theory based on the final bit of this episode. Oh uh, no! Regarding Stonehenge, don't let <laughs> me forget. <laughs> Holy shit, that's amazing! <laughs> Again, we'll get to that. Hey, we'll mm-hmm. get there. We'll get, we'll talk about that. Um, so I thought this was kind of fun. In addition to be um wiped out by way of mud flood. Uh, I have also seen uh, some other ways that have been posited that this worldwide civilization was destroyed. Aside from a mud flood? Aside from a mud flood, some other high-ranking options. uh, Now everything is just falling apart. (laughs) I was here for the mud flood, and it might not be real. No, we're still here for the mud flood. Horse shit. came, Came for the mud flood. Stayed for the Tartars. I always come for mud flood. So. One way that it's supposed that the civilization was wiped out was through nuclear war and extreme focused nuking of the most advanced cities in the Tartarian Empire. Wait, by How? hang on. Yeah, they're building cathedrals. How are they also building fucking nuclear technology? Or is this the idea that it's a, a, a aliens? 
it's the idea that they advance maybe beyond where we are currently technologically oh, and boy. have all the things that we have and more. Mm, do they have plasma screens? Definitely. They got PS5s? Probably not. Yeah, I think that's a this time thing. I don't know if PlayStation exists We're, in every reality. <laughs> yeah. To them, we are in the Stone Age now. You know what Got I'm it. saying? Yeah. They had BFGs. So another way uh, that uh, it's posited that um, the Grand Tartary was destroyed was by way of supercharged lasers powered by the Ark of the Covenant that melted its Dude, cities and its fuck peoples. Off. Fuck off. Absolutely fuck right off. I mean, now, now it's magic. <laughs> we went from nuclear technology to ma- straight up magic. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Somehow magic after- is more believable, though, in this context. <laughs> after all of yeah, this, I the mud flood that. is actually the most reasonable explanation, though. Out the of which those one? three? The mud flood's the more reasonable oh, yeah, explanation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reasonable <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if, if you're given multiple choice between all three of those and you're like, which do you think I actually have? And you're like, oh, definitely that one. M- like, mud yeah. flood. Are, you're talking about magic and, and fucking thousand year old nukes. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. with, with like laser like hieroglyphics precision. on them. Well, the nukes thing doesn't work because we have, that's how we carbon date shit. Like, we would have picked up in carbon dating dinosaur bones and stuff that, like, oh, hey, there's a big spike uh, 250 years ago. Looks like somebody made nukes. Mm-hmm. Sure, unless they were buried too deep. I don't too think that's deep. how nuclear radiation works, though. Too deep. <laughs> in too deep. I mean, I'm sitting here trying to defend this idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not really, though. I mean, I'm just sure. talking about it. But I'm, I guess, I guess I am just playing devil's advocate against you. Well, yeah, you our job, our job is to poke <laughs> holes in what you are presenting to us at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's talk about free energy. Oh, f- this was quick. Okay, <laughs> a pipe dream. <laughs> there, well. Hmm. Okay, we'll get to for it. us. For us, there, there were many buildings worldwide that were used to distribute free energy, and they all contributed to a worldwide power grid. This project was made possible via Tesla. I fucking knew you were. I was gonna make a reference to the Prestige, where he plugs a light bulb into the ground and it just turns on. I was he, like, "Where's actu- the infrastructure?" You should can we actually just do it? like a, a. We should all live watch that movie. Because <laughs> right. It is. It is just great. It's got everything. It's got Christian Bale. It's got Michael Caine. It's got Christian it's got Bale. It's got twice. Balls. Yeah, it's got two Christian Bales. Actually, yeah. actually, it's got a fuckload of them if you really think about it. David Bowie. Well, Spoilers. I was gonna say, yeah, say, there's a lot of Hugh Jackmans. <laughs> there's a shitload of Hugh Jackmans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and magic? Dude. It's It really has everything. Oh, God. Um, Tiny birds that get crushed in cages? Oh, we don't you, talk about that. We you don't talk you about can that. actually go and read Tesla's patents that he actually submitted. These are public record. You can go read this stuff. This stuff was something he was working on or possibly put to use via this old civilization. Oh, interesting. Because I know he had the death ray and he had the earthquake machine. He had a bunch of cool stuff. <laughs> Not super <laughs> <He was> villain <laughs> stuff at all. just like building an amusement park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to make sense of his... This I was reading through the patents and I was trying to understand like how it would work. There's like a bunch of graphs and things that are way over my head as far as science and engineering is concerned but think about think about the way the internet enters your your computer right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's exactly like a cutscene in hackers 
specifically no 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 like think wi-fi not through the cable like going like, oh not the, damn not it's the so camera much more running fun. through the cable <laughs> yeah, the point, that's exactly <laughs> what i imagined the point is that there's no cables the point is that right. so imagine you have your toaster oven uh if free energy was a thing the way tesla imagined it you wouldn't have a plug for it it would just be powered by electricity through oh, the air nice. isn't that actually some technology that people are that's like essentially what nfc I mean, is right near field communication yeah you but can charge your battery wirelessly but is it's that, not it's not but it's not powered from the air, like the, the source is still plugged into something mm-hmm. sure but but as far as yeah 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 the means by which something is powered is wireless right without the plug that's what tesla was you know trying to it sounds like according to tartarians mm-hmm. it sounds like they had a worldwide network like of a, like a power grid that was just powering everything so you could fly in your helicopter from one end of the globe to the other because you had a worldwide grid of power powering it that's so an architect <laughs> go from mexico to europe and build the same fucking thing both places oh so does that justify how they did that then if yeah, you have a worldwide they, they power grid you can travel they could, they could go anywhere that's i mean the idea behind that is very very cool and i'm very very into it uh but what is the like does the power come from the earth like the core of the earth or the sun it's actually it's actually uh pulled out of the air like because the like forces of electricity exist and you can convert it into like a powered source like it's like catching it's like literally catching these things and converting it but what are these things you say things as if, like, uh, you know, I don't know, like, uh, like the friction between molecules and yeah, atoms. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah, and using that, like the way we use wind turbines or uh, whatever to generate our green energy, it's the same idea except just going to literally the source. Mm. That's deep. That's so, really hard for adult like me to wrap my fucking tiny bean brain around. Apparently, the materials that were commonly used in church steeples uh, around the world uh, contain many of the prerequisites for building a free energy tower. Thus, the belief is held that many old churches around the globe were once used to distribute like this free energy and create this web, and now they are places of worship for us. Oh, oh man. Boy. 5G uh, pr- uh, conspiracy theorists would lose their fucking minds over yeah. this. So think about this. As far as why this would be covered up, why the mud flood would happen, and why we would erase all this from history. Also, just the, the fact that the church would want to give anything away for free. <laughs> Well, was there even, was the church, was, were they churches as we know them now? Were they Ah, actually, or were they actually good following the word of the Lord? Like it was meant to be interpreted. I don't know. All those paintings on the wall kind of a giveaway. (laughs) Scope this, scope this, John, what you just said though, kind of feeds into this next point. It's not profitable to anyone for energy to be free. Right, exactly. Yep. Yeah, unless so, you live in a communist utopia. Can you imagine being the one percent, the the Illuminati in this example, uh, and being like, "Fuck, you know, we could really, we could really stand to profit off of um, unlimited energy." Yeah, like if we have the ability to create energy, we could sell it. It's like, well, we've already given it to people for free. It's like, okay, well, what do we do? Right. I assume the fear would be that if the technology exists for one group, someone eventually will figure out how to do it themselves, and then they don't need you. And yeah. so the privatizing the, essentially wipe them you, out. Yeah, exactly. Get like them if, out you're, of here. <laughs> if if you're a, <laughs> if you're a global organization who fears 
the loss of your own power structure, yes. then you'll do anything to maintain that system of oppression. Like somehow trigger a mud flood that wipes out trigger, 90% hey, of man, the population. And dude, that's probably small beans compared to creating free coffee energy beans. out of thin air. Sweet, sweet coffee beans. And like we every cup of mud flood coffee. Like we can pull energy we can pull energy straight out of thin air like how hard could it be to make a global mud flood john precision roast take it away <laughs> by free energy <laughs> to perfection the illuminati drinks a cup every day you should too mud flood I know we've talked about a lot of crazy things that things that are hard to believe, but there's one last thing we do have to talk about that I mentioned at the top of the episode, um, and the fact that the Tartarians may have been giants. Right. Yeah, we kind of glazed over that, huh? So, anyways, let's talk about giants. Uh, w- once again, this is one of those things that when you're reading through these very, very long, poorly uh, um, formatted paragraphs. Uh, of you know people's hypotheses and you know factual or non-factual alike um, Mm -hmm. posited theories for this whole thing the mention of giants comes up almost every time but it's only for like a sentence or two then they just move on well it's almost as if you yourself have been an archaeologist trying to decipher this uh this ancient language and you know what i mean like just as they are you know what's funny though? Uh, I did find um, old things that were like old, like tomes that were supposed to be uh, the Tartarian language. Mm. Wow! There's like it's like there's like actual documents, and there's a Tartarian flag uh, that's dictated in some older history books. Um, all these things. It's well, pretty well, wild. The I thing mean, I was going like to say: a civilization that broke out into like what is now Russia, sort of thing. Well, there's a theory that Russia actually killed them, and since um, back in the day when they would have... So this could have been like a thousand years ago, in this case. Right, right. Russia could have killed them a thousand years ago, and like there's no internet, or there's nothing like that can like keep record of this, and so Russia can be like, yeah, there was no one there. We just took that land. No one's Got there. It. Got it. Sure. But yeah, we it, covered it them is a, in mud. <laughs> in a frozen wasteland, too, it is really easy to hide your tracks. <laughs> yeah. So there's there is that theory as well. I just didn't want to like go too deep into right. it because Well, I wanted to I wanted to ask you too, like, because it seems like a lot of this revolves around Tataria specifically. Yes. And their ability to travel around the world and create all these like John, you brought up uh Atlantis and things like that. But there's also the thing that I when you're talking about ancient technologies that have been found around the world in any of your research for this was the Antikythera machine ever brought up. I don't know what that is. So it, it was a Greek machine or it was found like off the coast of Greece or something like that. And they have no idea what it does, but it's like hyper, uh, uh, advanced mm-hmm. technology. And I am just curious if it came up because See, of, it sounds, it sounds it, like it'd fit into this pretty yeah, well. Yeah, because an engineering friend of mine, like, he would talk about it all the time, about how it's like, we don't know what the fuck it does, but, like, it looks like it's super advanced. Right. And we don't know how it got there or who built it. There's no record of it even anywhere. So mm-hmm. I might be coming around. Might be coming around. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I just wanted to ask if that was at all, uh, you know, mentioned anywhere, because that would fit in perfectly 
with this whole theory. Right. I I didn't see it. You know what's funny? I may have dude, I There's there's just a lot. There's just a lot out there on this topic and not all of it aligns. So this is me trying right. to make makes like find a common thread of everything. It's all it is, you're right. It is all surrounding surrounding Tartaria. I could have technically led with Tartaria on this as well rather than the mud flood. Um looks like you just sent it oh yeah it looks like uh this tool what's it called again can you say what the, it's called again the antikythera machine the antikythera machine that's a bad quality too i'm yeah, doing the same like thing you were doing yeah yeah well i've got some more bad quality photos for you here let's talk about <laughs> giants <laughs> yeah let's get into giants <laughs> uh so skeletons of giants are found on all continents according to many sources Meaning people that are writing it down, but they're not citing where they're fucking finding it. And it's driving me goddamn crazy. <laughs> right. But no sources available. But, yeah. But everyone seems to have this collective opinion that this is true. Uh, this, it's remains of beans with elongated skulls as well. Um, also, apparently there's a graveyard of little people with and horned like entities uh, as well. Uh, these have all been un- unearthed. Unearthed. Um, now it's as if these beans have never existed, like the Tartarians that are never mentioned. So I think maybe within that people are assuming that they're connected. So the main, the main, the main, um, evidence that the Tartarians were giants or protect <clears throat> that, that could be hyperbole as well. It could just be that they were rather tall. Um, right. kind of like how the Bible gets misinterpreted constantly or any religion right. for that matter. Yeah, everything is hyperbolized to a certain degree. Sure. Uh, think about the 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 architecture. <laughs> Holy co- fuck, that dude's tall as shit. He must be a giant. <laughs> <laughs> think think about think about how um, think about all the buildings we've been talking about and the architectural era we're discussing. Um, think about the doors leading into these places sure like oh yeah like the coliseum they're big old doors that's a big fucking door big ass church doors why do they make doors to churches so fucking big but that's the thing again is that like it i assume at no point is just like architecture or design or like how like an entryway into a building is supposed to make the subject feel when entering that build. You know what I mean? Like I obviously that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to make you feel small, not as opposed to a straight up functional, uh, design element. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, so that's a, that's a quick and easy rebuttal. Um, sure well that's the rebuttal that makes the most sense yeah and uh <laughs> unfortunately i can't oh boy i can't argue against you i i sent you guys some photos of some giants, giants. Well, like, this one the one of the the mummy that's in the <laughs> coffin yeah uh, standing next to two men who knows how tall those guys are neither of them are holding up rulers or yardsticks they could be four feet tall and so this skeleton is probably well, really only like seven. Se- seven feet tall. That's still I mean, pretty got, fucking big. Dude, I mean, we, like, st- we got we, basketball we have, players. Yeah, we have those, those size people. I mean, it is... Trick of it the is eye. A, That's- <laughs> it is a known fact that people 
were shorter generally yeah before us that's why like when you go to like older european countries that all of the doorways you have to like hunch down through and so or like asian countries too there are anomalies of people like our good friend andre the giant or mm-hmm. yao ming mm-hmm. or who LeBron are just james fucking enormous what if they yeah. were just the standard human though well, and the doors <clears throat> that were made smaller were designed to make them feel a certain way when entering a building. Hmm, that seems okay. stupid. Yeah, well, well that's, so is that's... making a door super fucking big to make you feel small. Well, I don't hmm. know if that's the intended purpose, but would you want to make a door smaller that you'd have to fucking hunch down through every time? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that I don't think it's backwards compatible in that way. Yeah. Like, if, th- if this was the average... And, like, the first thing uh, any civilization does when designing functional stuff, like doorways, is make it at least so that you can fit through. But, like, going out of your way to make every door too small, I, I, that just doesn't track. <laughs> that that seems, like, logically backwards. Seems like the, the a, a civilization that was built by Ashton Kutcher. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're just punking each other <laughs> for generations how small can we get this door <laughs> uh, it's just like a forever prank come come yeah. see my building and compliment me on my success you know you what? Know, oh, you yes know? i love coming here you know what i actually that civilization sounds like a whole lot of fun that sounds like a better civilization though everyone just pranking each other just having a good time ribbing one another you know <laughs> so compared to the lovely. one we live we live in now if if giants did walk the earth it would be a lot easier to build things like the pyramids or stonehenge or sure the you've got the Easter island heads like all those fucking things you're talking about would be way easier to make if you were fucking twice if you had everyone that was twice the fucking size yeah Look, yeah the the bigger the the bigger the person the more leverage <laughs> don't get me wrong i i want there to be giants i want there to be big feet people like i want this to exist big feet people is big that how you refer people. to them <laughs> no like a like a sasquatch like, yeah uh, like a, a big right like okay. a yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no i got um, you john i was right with you i want yeah. i want all of these things that's the world that i want to live in but they're just shy I oh, feel okay. They're you like them to be embarrassed about their height. No, well, yeah, I but... want. I want them to. I, I want them to come to my big door building. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Like, come on, we, we you can fit right trap. through. Yeah, come on in. Him... We got fresh. We got fresh baked cookies. <laughs> Sasquatch trap. You got fans fucking blowing out. Uh, the Jack fucking... Link's jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're sure to find their way. They're like, well, I guess I could, I guess I could join them for a sermon. If I, I can fit in there, it looks like they got doors that are big. I bet they got pews that are big too. A lot mm-hmm. of these houses got eight foot ceilings. This is great. This is incredible. I'm so glad for 20 foot vaulted ceilings. <laughs> Look, you guys need painting on the ceiling. I can paint up there. No problem. <laughs> I got you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a ladder. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be the best painting service. Squatch painting service. <laughs> Oh yeah, squatch. God, pose. they would they would clean up, dude. Clean yeah, dude. up. You got you got a tall ceiling that needs painting. No problem. We're the Squatch <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> the we squatch, can reach where you can. <laughs> yeah. Squatch my back. I'll squatch yours. Nice. Got him. Uh, yeah. So I don't have much more to talk about giants, just because. That the main source of evidence is honestly, I think we just raised some even better evidence. Like, how did they paint those ceilings? <laughs> yeah, churches? true. 
Ladders <laughs> didn't exist. Yeah. Da Vinci claims he built a, a, a scaffolding system to build the to paint the Sistine Chapel. I think he might have been a giant. He could have had a team of Bigfoot. A, a team of a Bigfoot. A team of Bigfoot. I like the portal for Bigfoot is just Bigfoot. Well, my, my, other, my other... A team of big feet sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my other issue that I take with the whole uh, everybody used to be a giant thing is that something... This happened when uh, people just started to discover dinosaur bones. Like, they found a bunch of dinosaur bones and thought that they were giants, I think. And then also, when that, they were like, that, that, can't track, be, yeah. that can't be real, the big giant humans, when they started putting the bones together they realized they were giant birds or reptiles and even then we were putting them together wrong like the brontosaurus and the brachiosaurus we didn't realize for like a hundred years that like oh fuck that's not the same dinosaur they're two different things what if we're still putting them together wrong we are i'm sure of it (laughs) and that's the thing that's the big that's my point is that we still can't get it right (laughs) yeah no I'm, i'm i'm i think i think people would be very down with that theory uh, in regards to giants specifically, yeah, boring um, people. So, <laughs> so it's this whole idea of exclusionary history, suppressing the past. You know, victors write the the history books. Sure, which I do agree with. <laughs> the one percent rules the entire fucking globe, and what mm-hmm. happens in it? We we live in an oligarchy. <laughs> it's it's far fetched this theory, but it's also not in the sense of you know the the rich or the elite keeping people down just in different ways right well mm-hmm. that 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 is literally what is happening now it's just that it's the way that this is framed is like just just outside of like into outlandish territory i feel like you know what i mean a, a like take one step bumper sticker yeah like just take one step back from that mud flood theory and people would probably jump on i mean we have fucking flat earthers you know, and anti-vaxxers that believe shit, and they still, again, I think it's like a cognitive dissonance thing that we talked about too last week, right. where people just want to believe the things that fit their own worldview, or their own crazy uh, hypotheticals, you know what I mean? Yep. And that's, I mean, fine to an extent, this one seems pretty fucking harmless, and quite fun if i'm being honest (laughs) (laughs) the free energy thing kind of gets me going dude oh yeah dude so hard on free energy never run out of battery life on your phone damn dude. yeah hell yeah but yeah battery again (laughs) this is definitely a fun one but like so ridiculous (laughs) yeah i do i do want to thank oh sorry john go it's just uh, the thought of flat earthers just bums me out yeah oh yeah it really Definitely. is just like you you have literally nothing better to do in your day than to go to a convention where people think that at a certain point you will just fall off the edge of the earth. Yeah. Like this isn't a Monty Python sketch. Like <laughs> <laughs> This isn't do, a Terry Gilliam movie. I do want to thank uh, Reed McConnell Johnson for this uh, topic idea. I was unaware of all of this. Uh, and, and he uh, was the one who um, threw this idea my way. I probably should have said that at the, the top of the episode, but I just remembered now to do y- it. You so. can cite your sources at the end. It's like yeah, a good actually, movie. Uh, Thanks, I will Reed. be in the description of the episode. There will be links to everything I use to build this. So, well, the other thing I wanted to ask you is like, this is mostly an, uh, you said this is like, obviously it's an online community, but like where, do you know when or who or where, how it started? Like what forums this started to propagate within? 
Uh, so there's a website um, called stolenhistory.org, or actually now it's stolenhistory.net. Um, I think you get a 404 if you go to .org. Um, but that's where most of it stems from. And then on Reddit, there's uh, Mudflood, Tartaria, Free Energy, Free oh, Energy I'm f- subreddits. I'm um, subbing to all of those right now. <laughs> you should. There's some wild fucking. There's actually one photo of giants that like I was really trying to find that I found like months ago um, because of Reed, uh, and I couldn't find it for this. But it's pretty. It's pretty interesting stuff. That's wild. I mean, there's so much of this. Like, John, you said that, you know, this is like a world that you would love to live in with big foot, with big foot people and stuff. Same, same. I want to live in that fantasy, that fantasy world where all these, all your dreams can come true, basically. Fucking, this is awesome. I'm so into it. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, (laughs) I think that, uh, you know, through life experience and schooling, I I know it's not. It's what probably if, not. What if the real. December month of 2020 is when the giants come? Oh, f- dude, fuck. That'd be a I mean, what, what if they're just like super cool? What if they're just like hey. like the tree ants from fucking Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah, they just yeah. came to like party and to like help us paint stuff. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like that's that's what they were about, you know? They're just down for pizza and beer trade-offs kind of thing. They're like, dude, we got the technology. We can pull energy right out of the air. You you can live it you can live in a utopia. You can fly a, a fucking flying machine all the way around the world without having to stop. So many good things. We got you, bros. Stop yeah. fighting. Stop with the subprime mortgages. Stop. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to December now. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> the month of Bigfoot. Thanks to our sponsor, Mudflood Coffee. Mudflood Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Best part of waking up is Mudflood in your cup. Mudflood. <laughs> I need to modulate that so yeah, I don't have to. I was going to gonna say you're going to have to <laughs> pitch I keep that coming fucking in so high. thing down Best or something. Best part of waking up. <laughs> yeah. The melody is too similar. You'll get it. We're going to get copyright claimed. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you again soon. This podcast is a product of Bird Bar Incorporated.